Welcome to the Real Film Nerds Harvest Horror Fest. Hello, everyone, and welcome to our last and final Harvest Horror Fest installment for 2018. Hey, you got it right this time. That's great. Now, did I get the horror part or did I get not say Halloween or both? Horror. Horror part? Horror. Horror. All right. Fine. Horror. Horror. See, I just say it fast and it sounds like horror. Oh. Uh, did you see that we had actually uh, more than four people streaming this last week or last couple weeks? The I don't know if you looked at the numbers, but we had a big spike. I did see the big spike, but I wasn't sure if that was a hacker or not because it was on, uh, if you look at these stats on who downloaded and stuff, it said leave. But I do know one thing that we do need to discuss at a later date is uh, one of our partners, Signals AZ. They have caught up and they are almost up to uh, our current number because they've been posting one episode a day to catch up. Oh, they have been. Okay. Yeah. And that's because my buddy uh, Torrance is doing all the posting for our podcast on the site now. So thanks, Torrance. There's your shout out, buddy, if you listen to this. Nice. Nice. Yes. Thanks, Torrance. But yeah, so he's been posting every day and he's just about caught up to our current episode which is uh 59 or 60 that we just put out 59 i think it was 59 event horizon anyways our last harvest horror fest was our last episode yeah so, awesome anyways thanks torrents and uh uh you know signals az they're uh they're taking care of us you know they're keeping us going they're getting us out there so i think that might account definitely for a spike in our numbers uh, I'm trying to work it, get as many people listening as I can. You know, I, if I had more than three friends, I'm sure I'd have more listeners, but I don't. And, you know, Mr. Uh, Mile High Show, he'll never listen to this damn podcast because he's a crotchety old bastard. Right. Yeah, of course. So anyways, to get back on topic, uh, our final Harvest Horror Fest of the year is one of my favorite movies ever, especially in the horror Er, genre is cabin in the woods and i forgot to introduce myself i got super off topic but i am your host mr matt hinshaw photographer extraordinaire sometimes and then to my left or shall i say far far east is uh my buddy mysterious mike Hey everyone! Yeah, sorry to get you so off topic, but I, you know, I felt that you did good on the intro, and then yeah, I, I, I distracted you with all the stuff. Sorry. It's okay. I distract easy. I'm like a uh, five-year-old child, or like a puppy, you know, Squirrel. or like that. Yeah, that dog and uh, I was just gonna do that. Yeah, that that dog and uh, up. Yes, that uh, has the little talking thing. And he says squirrel. Yeah. So, anyways, all right, Mike. Well, are you ready to talk about one of both of our favorite films ever? Yeah, no, I'm ready. It, it might become a long one, folks, so hang in there. I don't think it'll be too long, but uh, who knows? Uh, this can go anywhere. So, Mike, uh, go ahead and give us the rundown of 2012's The Cabin in the Woods. 
All right, so this is directed by Drew Goddard. Uh, it's written by Josh Whedon and Drew Goddard. Uh, it's starring uh, Kristen Colley, Chris, Chris Hemsworth, Anna Hutchinson, Fran Krantz, uh, Jesse Williams, and, and um, the summary of this movie is five friends go for a break at a remote cabin where they get more than they bargained for, discovering the truth behind the cabin in the woods. All right, so I totally forgot to do my quote, and I had a really good quote, too, that I wanted to say. So I'm going to say it now anyways. Oh, okay. <clears throat> All right, You go. ready for this, Mike? Yeah. <clears throat> All right, this is done by the character of Marty. <clears throat> Statistical fact. Cops will never pull over a man with a huge bong in his car. Why? They fear this man. They know he sees further than they, and he will bind them with ancient logics. <laughs> nice. That's just like one of the most <laughs> absurd random quotes, and it's like one of the first ones ever in the movie. Yeah, this this movie, uh, this movie's a lot of fun. It 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 covers so many of the kind of horror tropes and and uh different things and uh ah oh, when i saw this movie one of my friends at work recommended it he's like hey i saw this movie it was really good it was a little different he said, i think he would like it and then i went and saw it and i was like oh man this movie that movie was awesome so uh so glad i got to see this in the theater i saw it twice in the theater maybe three times i'm not 100% but uh, I was talking with my friend uh, Christine, who I've gone to a handful of movies with. She uh, went to my birthday dinner the other day with me. And we were discussing Cabin in the Woods because I told her about how we were doing a podcast about it. And she's like, oh, yeah, I remember when we went and saw that. And that was like your second or third time scene. I was like, yeah. But um, I was telling her when I first went and watched Cabin in the Woods, um. I don't know if I missed like the title scene or if I showed up like right at the beginning or something, but I came in and I sat down and I mean, this is not a joke. This is not a lie. This is legit. I really did this. Um, for those of you who do not know, and I don't think it's a spoiler. It's the very beginning of this, of the film, but it starts out the exact opposite of a horror movie or anything else you would ever think. It's just some dudes in basically an office setting talking. And I'm like, um, I thought this was a horror movie. What the hell's going on? So I literally got up, walked out to the theater, looked at the marquee over the door of the theater, went, huh, and then walked back in. And then like the instant I walked back in, the whole huge lettering that popped up with loud music that said Cabin in the Woods. Oh, man. Uh, you know, um, I was reading up uh, some trivia on this movie, and uh, what you just stated is exactly what they wanted to happen. They wanted you to think that you weren't in a horror movie, which is really funny that it, it worked for you. Oh, yeah, dude. They tricked me so bad because I was just like, this is weird. Like, what the hell is going on? I, I don't understand this at all. That's 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 pretty funny. Yeah, th th this this was uh yeah, it definitely started unconventionally. Yeah, and I love it. They they nailed it. I mean, as you as I said, they tricked me. I I literally did that. 
I not joking. I did. I was like, what the hell? I thought I was seeing a horror movie. It was great. I loved it. That's one of my favorite things is how it starts out that way. That it's just like some no name, you know, kind of almost like office space e kind of movie start. Yeah, yeah. Um this movie uh, I don't think this is too much of a spoiler either. Uh, it has a little bit of comedy in it, but I feel like it's just perfect the way that it's mixed with the uh, seriousness of the movie and various things that happen. So I, I, I just thought they did just perfect. I, yeah, I agree. I agree. It's not, it's not what I would call your typical horror comedy like Shaun of the Dead. Or something along those lines where it's intentionally over-the-top funny and a horror film at the same time. This one feels like it's definitely funny, but there is a clear balance between the two. It is frightening. It is scary. It does have its horror moments that are supposed to you know, make you jump and freak out. Whereas in something like Shaun of the Dead, you really don't have that too much. It's more of uh, the horror part is just kind of what it is. Right, right, yeah. Yeah, I agree with that. I, I, I think this one isn't trying to be, like, too comedy, like, I, uh, let's see, how would I say this? Um, slapsticky or no, that's not Like comedy-centric? I, I mean, because yeah. it's quite comedy-centric, but it's not, I would say it's more horror than it is a comedy, but it is a nice blend of the two. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So, and yeah, that's one thing I was going to talk about, uh, is that this one is definitely one of the more difficult films to discuss without spoiling it, just purely based on the premise of the film itself. Like we can discuss a lot of the horror tropes. Like for instance, um, there's a clearly a shout out to Friday the 13th. I mean, the cabin in, in the woods is right next to a lake, a beautiful mountain top lake and that's crystal lake from friday the 13th oh yeah Mm -hmm. and then um there's uh zombies in it you know and uh the zombies are a clear shout out to uh you know um probably a lot of stuff like lots yeah night of the living dead or or, i mean kind of kind i mean yeah, I was just trying to think where to start. But yeah, Night of the Living Dead or, I mean, all kinds of them. I was trying to think more because the, they're, like, they like have George regular Romero zombies. Or whatever. Yes. Uh-huh. Yeah, George Romero's Night of the Living Dead for sure. But there's lots of um, zombie stuff that there's zombies, but there's, it's more than that. There's a story behind them too, you know, to the specific oh. zombies. Yeah, 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 yeah. So it's... Uh, it's like 28 days esque too, in a way. I don't know. There's lots of lots of shout outs to almost the history of horror cinema up to this point in time. Just tons. Yeah, there's I mean, there's things with like uh the classic um you know, sex scene with the mm-hmm. the characters and stuff. There's it managed to kind of hit on all the major things that horror movies have, but in their own unique spin that was just fun to watch from beginning to end. Yeah, especially just the characters themselves. 
You know, the uh, the nerd, they have the jock, the whore, you know. Granted, I don't think she is a whore, but that's what they refer to her in the movie as. Yeah, 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 yeah. Um, yeah, it was, uh, and it's it's really interesting about this movie. This this is this is not a spoiler either. Is um, it was filmed much earlier than it was released. Uh, it was actually kind of shelved because uh, MGM went through a bankruptcy. And then it, uh, it ended up being picked up by Lionsgate uh, a few years later because they were shown the movie. I'm not exactly sure how all that went down, but however that goes down. And they were like, oh, yeah, we want to release this movie. They loved it. And then, um, you know, it, it had Chris Hemsworth in it before he was Thor. And he actually filmed Thor, I believe, after this movie. And Thor was released before this movie. Yeah, that's one thing that is interesting is they do have some pretty big names in here, but Chris Hemsworth was not a big name when this was done. But again, I mean, they have Sigourney Weaver in it. Yes, but in a fairly... Limited Mm -hmm. role, yes. A limited role, but like an important role. uh, And without getting into anything... Uh, but I mean, they also have Richard Jenkins. I mean, Richard Jenkins, yes, he's not a superstar, but he is fairly well known character actor, and he's in this film, so he's another good get. Yeah, no, I mean, no, they got. I liked all the actor, like everybody. I liked how everything just flowed. Everything was great. Like I liked the characters. I liked the things that they did. Um, for the most part, but it, it, even if they did something that was a little odd, you knew why they did it. That was odd. So it it, it was, man. I just I like this movie a lot. It, it it's really creative. And man, I'm gonna throw in some more trivia here. Dude, uh, go for it, man. I I I'm all about it. So so Drew Goddard and uh, Josh Whedon, um. They wrote this movie, uh, the script for this movie, in three days. Wow, that's crazy. Yeah, they basically locked themselves in a hotel room and just cranked it out. Uh, So I think it was a long three days. But uh, yeah, man, I was just like, man, that's three days of them getting together? Like, they need to get together a lot. Yeah, dude, they really need to start (sighs) collaborating more. That would be fantastic. Because this was just, this was a lot of fun. And I know there were some issues getting it released, but man, I, I think this movie was just awesome. So, well, and they did get a pretty good, not to keep going back on the actors, but they did get a pretty good performance out of the majority of these unknown actors. I mean, think about it. Even Chris Hemsworth wasn't known back then. No, he was. Uh, he yeah, no, he was. He was fresh. Uh, he was new, and yeah, no, I I liked his character. He was kind of funny, um, and yeah, no, it was good. I mean, all these actors, I'm just kind of flipping through them here, are still mostly known for Cabin in the Woods, even to this day. And that movie's six years, yeah, six years old, and so. Just to get those kind of performances out of such 
fresh, new, young actors and actresses is is impressive. Because I mean, I thought they did a good job. It wasn't it wasn't like your typical horror movie where you get a fresh, young face and they kind of are cringeworthy. I guess is a good way to put their acting. I mean, I think they genuinely did a solid job. All of the actors in this movie. Yeah, I think they they played their their role well, and I think their roles were really well defined. And although you're right, there was like some of the, the stereotypes of the jock and the the you know the the nerdy virgin girl and and the the, the whore character and and the stoner guy. It served a purpose in this movie, but there was. It seemed like they had they had a few scenes and stuff, and they were all, they weren't all just idiots and stuff. Like it was. Well, that's one thing that's interesting. They actually bring that up, and it's a recurring theme throughout the movie. Without getting too much into spoilers, we keep saying that, but it's a recurring theme throughout the movie where the characters themselves or the characters' friends start going why are you acting like that? Or why did you say this? Or why did you do that? So some of them clearly know something else is going on, which I thought was brilliant. Yeah. Cause it, it seemed, it seemed out of the ordinary, the way that they were behaving at well, this particular cabin. Cause that's one of those things that is for sure. When we sit there and watch, especially some of the older cheesier horror movies, we're like, no, don't open that door. No, don't go in that room. God, you're such an idiot. No, don't do that. And so this movie explains, at least in this movie, why these characters are doing those dumb things or there's not typical things. And it's really smart on why. I love it. I think it's great. Yeah, yeah. Uh, that just brought up in my mind just a quick flash of uh, uh, Scream. The, the movie Scream kind of makes fun of horror movies uh we might have to do that one for next year's harvest horror fest that that might be fun and but it was really cleverly done and it was done by wes craven which is like a horror you know uh you know uh freddy um nightmare on elm street He's a master. Yeah. He's a master of the art form of horror. Yeah, and it, that was so cool because the first one's really good. Like, the rest of them, it's hard to top it. But, like, the first one was so creative. And, like, they even made fun of, like, I'll be right back. And, like, everyone's splitting up and stuff. And, oh, that was brilliant. So, like, when you were just talking about that, I just that just flashed in my head. That's great. That's great. That means you're expanding on your horizons of our bullshitting in this podcast. (laughs) (laughs) I guess this is a good way to put it. Yeah, perhaps. Perhaps. That's good. You're getting there. You're growing, Michael, as a conversationalist. That was a big word. That hurt my brains. All right. So, Mike, uh, I don't know how much more we can go without just absolutely spoiling this movie. Um, I think we should just, uh, start going, going into it. Uh, I definitely love this movie. I recommend it. If you have not seen it up to this point, uh, go watch it. You'll, you'll love it. I don't know if it's streaming anywhere. Uh, is it streaming anywhere, Mike? Uh, no, I don't believe it's streaming anywhere as of right now. Um, 
I I own this movie on Blu-ray, so I just watched it recently. Yeah, same same with me. I as I've alluded in uh, previous podcasts, I pre-ordered this Blu-ray, so I watched it as well. So, all right, Mike. Well, let's do it. Let's get to the start of the spoiling of Cabin in the Woods, Mike. How does Cabin in the Woods relate? to the Marvel Cinematic Universe. All right, so this one was super easy, and uh, I I should have gone through the effort to look for another one, but, I mean, when you have Thor just staring you in the face... With was, those beautiful brown eyes? Yeah. Or are they blue? I think they're blue. Um, I, yeah. I, you, you just can't. You So, anyway, uh, Chris Hemsworth is also Thor in the Marvel Cinematic Universe in Thor 1. Uh, I don't no, remember. No, no, we're not going to talk about that other one. Just well, Thor uh, and Thor Ragnarok. All right, Thor Ragnarok. Avengers. And then Avengers. <laughs> uh, yeah, all the Avengers. Yeah, Infinity lot, War. Yeah, yeah. Lo- lots of movies. So mm-hmm. anyway, that's this one was really easy, but I, I, I should have looked for another character. I just didn't get a chance. That's one thing I do have a hard time when you watch this movie or any role that Chris Hemsworth does. You always kind of envision him talking like Thor and like his big grandiose old school kind of style. Yeah, there's that a... would just be funny to hear him do like Cabin in the Woods like that. It would be hilarious. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, that that'd be that'd be fun. I I don't know. Like, I wonder if if they made a sequel to this. Do you think that he would do it? I think he would. I think he like. Oh, I think he would. Yeah. I think he liked these guys. Like, I think he liked working with uh, Drew Goddard. Like, oh, and uh, Drew Goddard. This was his first movie, by the way. His first movie ever, and it was this good. That's crazy. Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Well, and he got the attention of Josh Whedon too. I mean, Josh Whedon. That's a big name. Even before this movie came out, he was still a big, big name dude. Yeah, yeah, he he was involved with uh, Buffy Vampire Slayer and um, oh man, uh, Ser- what, not Serenity. That was the movie. The uh, what's the the show? Um, I have no idea what you're talking about. Well, he was he did. Oh, okay, hold on, stand by. You stand you, by you, your yeah, mic you, off you, to the internets. Yeah, you you talk about you, something. There's Buffy and then Avengers and then Cabin of the Woods. Oh, dude, I could talk about anything. Um, Justice League, Avengers: Age of Ultron, Buffy the Vampire Slayer, Dollhouse, Spider Woman. Oh yeah, Dollhouse. Yeah, he was involved with Dollhouse. Yeah, Doctor Horrible, Sing Along Blog, Angel, Firefly. That's Were you talking it. Firefly? Yeah, Firefly. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. I couldn't think of the name of the series. Uh, they they made a movie that was kind of a culmination of the end of the series because the series got canceled, but probably shouldn't have gotten canceled. It, uh, yeah, who knows? Wow. Here's one for you. Did you know he wrote four of the episodes of the original Ro- Roseanne TV series? No, I didn't know that. Neither did I. He did... Uh, Three in 1989 and one in 1990. Wow. Um, did you... Again, this segment, the Marvel Cinematic Universe, is brought to you by IMDb. 
our source of everything for this podcast an amazon company um (laughs) anyway the um i think the reason that josh sweden and and drew goddard were able to get sigourney weaver to do her part in this movie was in 1997 josh sweden did uh alien resurrection he was the writer oh cool Oh, yeah, I bet you they hit it off. They're probably friends now. Yeah. That makes yeah. sense. No, so, like, I I mean, that's cool. Like, yeah. All right, so, Mike, do you want to roll into it? you want to start talking uh, spoilers for Kevin in the Woods? Um, I was trying to think. Yeah, 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 I'll talk. I'll, I'll talk uh, some spoilers. I really liked how in this movie they kind of explain some of the the just dumb decisions that characters make while they're in these situations by having them being manipulated by this kind of like control center of people that are watching them to do things that we'll tell you about in just a second. But... I I thought that was really creative. I thought that was really neat. Do things to... I mean, you can tell. We're in spoilers now, buddy. Yeah, well, I mean, sh- should I say... Like, because the, the end of this movie, like... So oh, yeah, this, well, you don't, have, ke- to, you don't ke- have to go that far. Yeah, but, but it keeps building and building, and you kind of don't know where you're going. And then when it gets to the very end... Wow. That's all... Yeah. I mean, just... Yeah, I, we don't have to go that far, but, like, I don't know. I mean, uh, it does, you know, hopefully you've watched it if you've made it to this point. We've warned you. But uh, I know what you mean. Like, for instance, when they're, when you pointed out a little bit, you touched on uh, on the other horror films, and it's clearly a, a horror trope, is when they're walking to the cabin and Chris Hemsworth says, we all should stick together. And then one of the guys, he's like, oh, no, we got to fix that. And he runs over and, like, hits a button and it, like, emits, like, a mind-controlling spray of some kind. Well, I think it's just some kind of gas. Yeah, I think it's just some kind of gas. It's a spray. It's a gas. Whatever. Yeah. And it hits him right in the face. And he turns around and changes his mind. He said, yeah, we should split up. And then the same kind of gas hits, like, the other guy. And he agrees with him, like, on the spot. He's like, yeah, that's a good idea. Let's split up. I just loved it. It was great because it shows you he was using his mind and saying, let's stick together. We'll do better together. And then he immediately flips around and changes it because of the control by, you know, the guys in the white shirts. Yeah. And there was even a part where, you know, they're drinking and they're partying and um, uh, Jules, uh, played by uh, Anna Hutchinson, had just like made out with uh, the wolf or whatever. You mean the moose? No, it was yeah, yeah. They called it a moose. <laughs> yeah, yeah. yeah uh, Marty called it a moose because he he's like, "Hey, man, it's good weed." Anyway, um, yeah, he's like, "I'm living." Uh, I don't remember the exact line. He he said, he, "I'm living in a universe of reefer or something like that." Oh, yeah, no, I yeah, it was pretty I, funny. I think that is exactly the line. I think you got it. Anyway, um, oh, and a tidbit about a moose for those of you. Uh, who do not know, I am the photographer of the Northern Arizona Suns G League basketball team here in Prescott, in Prescott Valley, Arizona. 
if you ever want to get under the skin of the Northern Arizona Suns uh, mascot, um, call him a moose. He he's not a big fan of being called a moose because he's not a moose. He's supposed to be a javelina, and everybody calls him a moose, and it's hilarious. What what does the costume look like? I mean, a moose and a javelina are nowhere near each other. Well, he he looks like a javelina, and he has horns, not horns, tusks, and he has a big orange mohawk and stuff. But he walks on two legs and not four. And but yeah, he does not look like a moose. But the story goes is uh, a kid called him a moose, and ever since then, it's got spread around that that's how you set him off is you you call him a moose all right it's pretty funny not to derail it but so um yeah this this uh like there's a part where marty is like talking about uh kurt which is a chris hemsworth character he's like what are you doing this guy He's like this major in psychology or whatever, and he's like really smart. Why is he acting like this dumb jock right now? Like it, it, it was kind of funny to see them like calling out, or at least uh, Marty was calling out a lot of people because apparently his his marijuana was the antidote for these weird gases because it it was uh, I don't know making him block. Most yeah, of the, the effects the, of these different things that they were trying to do. Yeah, the chem department screwed up is how they said it in the movie. Oh, okay. Yeah, the chem department the, screwed up. Yeah, the chem department. And instead of it being uh, overactive and making him be an idiot, it did the exact opposite and made him realize everything that was going on. And it also blocked all the effects of everything they were doing to everyone. With the gases and the uh, noises and various other things. Oh, yeah. And I loved, uh, there's a scene in this where they're kind of, uh, I mean, they even had like a lottery on, on what was going to happen to these people uh, in this in the office. And it's pretty crazy because there's this big grid and it's kind of like, it's pretty crazy. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Are you talking about the office pool? Yeah, yeah, the office. That was so funny. <laughs> yeah, and then uh and then they go and basically they're in this basement and it's just full of like crazy stuff. Like all of them are looking at things. And the way that they have it shot, it's like at any second one of them's going to do something that's going to cause something to happen and then one person starts reading and then that's like what happens but it was pretty crazy cuz it's like one guy's got something in his hand somebody else is like looking at something like it's it's like they were moments away from causing some other kind of outcome because whatever they essentially chose in the basement was what was going to be coming after them and it ended up being the uh was it the buckners what <laughs> the, the yeah the, the, the buckners the the, yep. the the zombies were called the buckners yeah well and that's what's interesting too is if you pay attention at the start of the film the um Oh, what's his name? They call him uh, uh, the Harbinger. The, oh, yeah, the uh, Harbinger. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mordecai. 
he even says, oh, you mean the old Buckner place? Yeah, oh, you're right. Yeah, About the yeah. cabin. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. So there's a little foreshadowing there in the movie itself. You know, he didn't say anything else. He said the old Buckner place. He didn't say the weird ballerina or whatever else, uh, the merman or whatever. Right. Which, God, dude, that joke was funny. How uh, uh, Bradley uh, Whitford's character, uh, Hadley, kept saying, you know, man, I never get to see a merman. You know, he always bet on, like, the merman. Oh, yeah, in the office pool. Yeah, so, yeah, the, the, yeah, yeah. And it was a constant running joke, like, throughout, like, the movie. I thought that was so funny. Because, I mean, merman. I mean, seriously, come on. Who... Who even thinks of a merman? Are you sure mermen even exist? And of course, it can't be a mermaid because mermaids are, you know, attractive and nice and kind. Of course, a merman has to be a horror creature. Right, right. Yeah. And, 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 uh, I mean, since we're, we're, we're spoiling it, the, uh, at the end there, when he's, he's, he's meeting his demise, he's like, really? so good oh, oh. yeah it well, it's like uh what was it in family guy um they have a kind of a rip on the merman as well in family guy like lois gets stranded on a desert island and uh, a merman is what saved her but it's the opposite of what you would think of a merman the top half of the guy is a fish oh and all, and all the merman wants to do is have sex with her the whole time <laughs> it's so nice. funny He's like, but I got the right parts. I, I, the you wouldn't want the bottom half of me to be a fish. <laughs> it was so funny. Nice. Uh, anyways, all right, Mike. So, what else should we discuss about Cabin of the Woods? Because I know you don't want to give it all away. Because even if, well, if you haven't seen it, it it is fun, and it is quite shocking when you get to the end. Yeah, the- and not what you would think. The ending of this movie was so much fun and completely not expected, and I loved it. I loved the whole way that the, this third act plays out. So I don't think we should give that away uh, in our, our spoiler-filled review. Um, all, all I can say is that if you haven't seen this movie and you like horror movies... Or you like Chris Hemsworth, or or I don't know any kind of excuse to watch this movie. You should. This, this you don't need an excuse. Just watch it. All right. Yeah. Just just watch it. And uh, I mean, I guess that's uh, all I have. Uh, without getting too. Oh, I, there's too one crazy. I had to bring what, up. What, what do you what do you what do you got? What do you got? Like one of my favorite scenes, and it's one of the funnier scenes. And I don't know if it was intended to be as funny as it was as it was supposed to be scary. And I'm going to do my best not to ruin it. But um, the elevators, not the single one, the elevators, when they open up, I thought that was just one of the funniest scenes of this whole freaking movie. Oh, yeah. You know what I'm talking about? Yeah, yeah, that is a funny scene. But I don't think it was intended to be super funny. And to me, I thought it was hilarious. Yeah, but I, I, yeah, you're you're getting closer to to messing up that that third act. But uh, yeah, no, that is no, a very, no. I'm trying my best. Yeah, I'm trying my best yeah, not to. Yeah, that is a that is a very funny scene. There's 
there's a lot of cool scenes in this um, that are just yeah yeah this 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 movie is definitely very creative I liked I love that the story was just different and and fun and explain they're trying to explain a lot of different things that happen that are just terrible and movie like horror movies and oh it was so fun I can't believe they made it in three days, man. That's awesome. Oh, you mean they wrote it in three days? I don't think they made it in three no, days. No, no, yeah, yeah, no, no, they wrote it in three days. Yeah. And then this is Drew Goddard's first directorial movie. Like, wow. Yeah, and what what is he? He's done a lot of stuff since, hasn't he? I mean, um, he did The Martian. He, and um, he, works on, he works on The Good Place, which I love. He I love the good place. Yeah, he um yeah, I think he's done quite a bit of stuff. Um he, he just did uh one he, that we're probably gonna talk about eventually, maybe. He did uh Bad Times at the El Royale. Yes, he just he just directed that. That's his next big one, because it looked like he directed a couple episodes for the good place. And uh, he did a little short on Cabin in the Wood and Army of Nightmares makeup and animatronic effects. It's probably on the Blu-ray. I'd have to look, though. Oh, uh, he did stuff with um, Daredevil. Oh, yeah, the uh, Netflix show? And uh, the Defenders, he did a thing. He did the screenplay for The Martian, World War Z. Yeah, he's, he, you know. He's he's got some stuff. He did a lot of stuff with Lost. Um Cloverfield. Yeah. Do you see this? He's gonna direct X Force? No, I didn't see that. Oh dude, that's gonna be awesome. <laughs> oh, that's gonna be fun. Oh, and he's writing it too. I bet you Ryan Reynolds is gonna be part of that though. Because Ryan Reynolds plays a big, big part in writing all the Deadpool stuff. Yeah, and that's cool. Like, um, you know, he's. I think you told me he's a huge fan of of Deadpool. So, like, oh yeah, it's uh-huh. it's kind of like a fanboy writing his own. There's there's theories too out there in the world. Uh, I don't know how true they are because it's you know, it could be just some asshole made it up. But the absolute horrible, horrible uh, version of Deadpool we got in. X-Men Origins Wolverine supposedly I don't know if it was Marvel or if it was the directors or if it was Sony it might have been Sony said if oh, Ryan Reynolds been, um, Fox because Fox did those Fox yeah. was it Fox yes yeah. it's uh, Fox because that would have been uh, X- X-Men so that would have been Fox yeah so yeah so you're right Fox so I think it was Fox said if you do not play Deadpool in Wolverine X-Men Origins Wolverine we won't let you play him in anything else and supposedly he was so adverse to doing that Deadpool role he wasn't going to do it he was denying it he didn't want to do it he wanted to you know but they forced him into doing it by telling him that that there's no way he would ever play Deadpool again if he didn't do it for that movie now again that might just be 100% made up hearsay 
But uh, I, I don't remember where I, I think I read that in an article or watched it on a YouTube video or something. But I thought that was fascinating how they strong armed him into playing a really terrible Deadpool. You know, that actually would make a lot more sense of why he did it in the first place. So that fits the the, the narrative there, but I don't know if it's, you know, 100% true. I don't know. I just know I love Deadpool to death. I think he is so much fun. He's And it's mainly because he is the exact opposite of what a comic book superhero kind of person should be he knows who he is he doesn't care he still goes on i i love deadpool he's awesome anyways enough about deadpool mike let's get into it how many reels do you give cabin in the woods since i already gave my reels last podcast (laughs) yeah um you know, I, I'm gonna go. I'm gonna go with four and a half reels, and I do love this movie a lot. I'm just, I'm, a, I'm a stickler, man. I just won't give out those five reels. I don't know. That is blasphemy. If Jaws was in Cabin in the Woods, you would have given it a five. Yeah, if Bruce was in there, man, five. <laughs> that would have been fun, though. That would have been hilarious if, like. If they threw in Bruce there, like when uh, the Virgin falls in the uh, lake and she gets pulled out, if you see like a fin go by, that would have been awesome. <laughs> yes, yes, except for sharks usually aren't in freshwater. I mean, so, so, but if it's, it, you know, if it, the puppeteers, you know, the puppeteers could have released it. It's true. It's true. Eh? All, right, all, right, all right. All right. Zombies aren't real. Yeah, I'm with you. I'm with you. I see where I'm I, going. Yeah, here? yeah. I see where you're going. Yep. All right. So as I've already alluded to, and already exclaimed in our last podcast, I give Cabin in the Woods a perfect score. I give it a five out of five. I love this movie, and it could just be because it's a really fun, awesome horror movie, and I'm not a huge horror movie buff, and this one just really just kind of knocked me out of my seat. It was just unexpected, fun, exciting, hilarious. It, it had it all for me. It really did. Yeah, no, this is this movie was so much better than I would have thought it would have been. And I'm so glad that my coworker was like, you should probably go see this movie. It was pretty good. Well, all right, Mike, on that note, uh, let's go ahead and close it out. But let's remind everyone that we are probably going to be on a little bit of a hiatus. I might do a couple solo casts here and there and whatnot. Uh, Mike has a lot going on in life. I have a lot going on in life as well. But uh, I think we are might be skipping a few episodes here coming up in the future. So... Just sit tight. If not, uh, enjoy our future episodes. Yeah, yeah. Um, so, like Matt was saying, uh, I have a big life event going on. Uh, I am getting married, and uh, it's going to take a lot of time here for the next few weeks. So, uh, I might be absent of a few episodes. Uh, I think we're going to try and do a couple to get ahead but i don't know if we're gonna get all that stuff done and uh anyway um 
I guess uh, with all that... Uh, oh, you know, yo, oh, one thing I do want to add, one last. Um, we still haven't gotten an email or any... Com- I mean, we get comments on YouTube sometimes and Facebook sometimes under messages, but we haven't gotten an email yet. So email us, message us, let us know what you thought of the first Harvest Horror Fest, because hopefully it will become an annual event. And so let us know if you liked it, if you'd like to have it return. Now, don't get us wrong. We will continue to review horror movies, especially in our Legacy Cast segments. But if you enjoyed nothing but having horror movies for half of this month, let us know and we'll do it again. Yeah, yeah. No, I I love talking about horror movies. So horror movies. Anyway. Well, screw it. If you guys don't let us know or you do let us know, we're still going to do it. How's that? All right. Sounds good to me. (laughs) I had to twist your arm really hard on that one, didn't I, Mike? Yes. (laughs) See, now we're down to the one word answers. That means you're passing out at your keyboard. No, not not quite yet. No. So, all right. Well, I'm good, Michael. And uh, why don't you just go ahead and take us on out? Do your thing. All right. Well, uh, thanks, everybody, for listening. Uh, this was a fun one. Uh, you know, sorry it's a little long, but uh, we really like this movie. So anyway, uh, thanks for listening. Thank you for listening to The Real Film Nerds. Now, don't forget to follow us on Facebook, Twitter, and Instagram at Real Film Nerds. Now, go out and catch a movie.